Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast. I am your host, Mr. Foresight. Join me on this journey of personal growth, success, and the intentional destination of unleashing our full potential. I believe that success comes down to having courage, confidence, but most important, taking charge of the future that God intended us all to have. Welcome back to another episode of the Future Is Now podcast, where the only thing in life that we fear is not pursuing God's best every day that we are above ground. I'm your host, Mr. Foresight, and today we are going to be talking about roadblocks and dead ends in our life. But before we do that, I want to thank everyone for joining uh, this episode or joining if this is your first time at the Futures Now podcast. I ask that you uh, look in the description area of this podcast or if you're on Facebook or Instagram and you see it, if you go to the description area, you will see a link tree and that's a link. And if you click on that link, it will show you all of our other platforms that we are currently active on. The most um, active is uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we really are active there. I am also, you can, we can be found on Twitter and YouTube. You can start following the YouTube, but uh, it's not ready just yet. Uh, it will be coming sometime in the uh, near future. So um, do your boy a favor and uh, either subscribe, make sure you subscribe actually to this podcast, but also please um, like and like the Facebook page, the Instagram, give us a follow and share with your friends, uh, share with your friends, share with those that you really care about and those that you love. Hell, even sure, share it with the ones that you don't care for. Hopefully everybody can get some value out of the things that we talk about here. But before we get into that, we're just going to jump off into this episode. I want you guys to repeat after me. God, show me your absolute best that you have for me and my family. And with that, let's begin. Okay. Uh, now let's let's get going. Let's 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 talk about these roadblocks and these uh, dead ends. Okay. Now. How many times have you been driving someplace for the first time and you've either gotten lost or reached a dead end? Now, when it comes to road trips, that's me all the way. I am not the person that you put in charge of the drive. And while everyone else in the car just minds their own business, they hop on their phones or they read a book or they, God forbid they take a nap. They wake up, who knows what we'll be. So, but you do it. So let's just say, how many of you guys have gotten lost while taking a road trip? Now, those of you brave souls out there that uh, you go on these long road trips with your family, you know what I'm talking about. Before you set out with your family, what do you do? Especially today's uh, age, you, you whip out your phone. And you, or if you have GPS in your car and you plug in your destination, 
That's what you do. You plug it in and then boom, right there in probably less than two seconds, you got directions turn for turn. How many minutes it's going to take you to get to those turns and what time you're going to arrive at your destination. You can even ask it for the fastest route. Man, we spoiled. Now, let me ask you this. Does that drive to that destination ever happen exactly like your phone or your computer device drew it up? Hell no. And you know why? It doesn't because your computer, although it's, it's smart, super smart, it can't foresee things like traffic jams caused by accident or or here's one that really hit close to home. Or one of your kids needing to suddenly go pee after they swarping down before you left the house or at the last rest stop that they were fine. But now suddenly they got to pee and they can't hold it. Not only can they not hold it, they told you that, look, I'm I'm probably like 10 seconds. I got to pee. I got to pee. Now you're panicking because the last thing you want them to do is crap their pants or pee on themselves in the car. Now you have an emergency. Now you have an emergency. You're looking for the nearest door, gas station, or even a tree at this point because now everyone else in the car has to pee, which leads to the adults in the car losing control and uh, yelling, didn't we tell you to uh, use the bathroom at the last rest stop? Or the last gas station Matter of fact we told you to go before you went home What do they say What do the kids normally say I didn't have to go then And now You're in a pickle Now you're in a pickle So you jump off You find the nearest rest stop Or nearest place That your kids Or shall I say three or four people in the car now Has to use the restroom So where they can use the restroom Because it's bad We're talking DEFCON 1 That's how bad it is So what happens when you get to this This uh, restroom They use the restroom They get some snacks Get some water Because you Now you're like I'm off track We're not stopping no more You're going to have to hold it You resume the trip Now if you're like me If you're like me You don't press resume On your phone or your device Right away Instead You say, I know which way I came on, so I know which way I'm going to leave. You jump back onto the highway, traveling the wrong direction (laughs) before you hit resume. And then you hit resume and your phone pleasantly says rerouting, rerouting your course, rerouting your course. Now, now you're really mad. Now you're mad because you're lost. And now your phone has to reroute the entire trip unless unless you just jump right off and turn around again. But either way, now you've taken time off of this trip that your phone had already planned out. You see, why is that? Your let me tell you, your phone, it realized right away that although It planned a direct course. Something along your way changed. So now it has to figure out 
how to get you back on track. Well, I'm going to tell you something, people. We can learn so much from those electronic devices other than what's the hottest gossip. Oh, what are my friends social media doing? Just think about it. Just think about how many times one of your goals or your plans didn't work out the way you planned and your expectations got shot down. Now tell me, how many times did it take for you to just turn back? How many times did you just say, you know what? This ain't going to work. I'm I'm going to go back. I don't think this is for me. Was it after the first time? Second? Or or did you just say hell with it? I'm going to bulldoze my way through this impossible or what seems to be an impossible direction. What that might look like to some of you guys? Imagine and and I don't even have to tell you to imagine because this has happened to people. You apply for the same job repeatedly over and over and over and you keep getting what? Denied, denied, denied. And you still keep trying. See, you're trying to bulldoze that that stone wall or that roadblock that's in front of you. Not once did you say, you know what? Let me tweak my resume. Let me change just a few things. Let me dress it up a little bit. Let me figure out why I keep getting turned down when I clearly feel like I can do this job. What is it? What is it? Did you stop? When you was faced with situations like that, let me ask you, did you stop and say, you know what? Hell with that place. Fine. They just don't know what they're missing out on. You just say hell with it. And you continue doing the job that you're in. Maybe one that you don't like. Maybe one that you that's not giving you any fulfillment. No. Did you decide to stay in that dead end job that you're in? Did you? These are all questions that I'm asking you because so often we get hit with these these dead end these dead ends or these roadblocks when we thought we had it all figured out. We thought we had it. And sometimes it's it's jobs, sometimes it's relationships and from your past, your past is what haunts you. You stay in these these dead end jobs or these relationships past their expect their uh expiration, shall I say? Because you're hopeful that a path is clear and fulfillment opens up, and that's what that looks like. You're in a dead end job, a dead end, or a dead end relationship. And it expired a long, long time ago. And you really get no fulfillment at this point. You dread even going in or you dread seeing this person at home. Because the expiration date has come and it's gone. But you're still hopeful that the path of ahead of you is just going to magically open up. 
when you really should be rerouting. Another example, running a business. So many of us, and I, I love to use the, the business example because I've ran a few, but you're running a business and that business is plateaued to where you feel like it's a struggle just to break even most months. But you still don't consider making a change. Now, that change doesn't have to be uh, closing down and, and choosing another venture or another business or even uh, closing it down and just saying, you know what, I'm just going to go get a job. doesn't mean that. But you have to we, we have to notice and wake up and realize when we've hit a brick wall or we've hit a roadblock or a dead end or we just turned around and need to reroute. How many times have those of you that own businesses gotten to a point where you plateaued and you can barely make ends meet? And some days, some some days are worse than others, and some months are worse than others, and the the, the uh, profits are drying up, the customers are slowing down, and you just cannot figure out what it is. But you refuse to give up on your dream and your business because this is what you in business to do. This is the product you want to sell, and you're gonna force feed it down people's necks, and you're gonna do it. One way One way Because it worked in the past Don't work like that We can learn a lot from our phone Sometimes it's just Time to reroute How many times have you taken the same way Someplace to work Or to get something to eat Or to a friend's house And you've taken this way A hundred and one times And then on a hundred and two They're working on the road or it's an accident And you have to reroute And go a different way You don't have a choice It's either that Or or actually you do have a choice You could turn around and go home But you don't What do you normally do You find another way Around You're not happy about it You're not happy at all But you don't have a choice And that's the approach that we all need to take That's how we need to think When we think about our lives It's just like Taking a highway Or a certain direction on the street That's just closed It's not open anymore We have to get to that point To where we recognize When Either staying in place Or going back Is is something that we have to do We have to recognize When we're going to have to make a change And then we're going to have to adjust And say you know what I don't want to do this But I'm getting nowhere going this way Now if any, if any of that stuff Sound familiar It's a reason You see I used to wonder Why I would hit these dead ends in life That would take the wind Out of my momentum they used to leave me feeling unmotivated, confidence lacking, all of it. 
Now, in hindsight, when I look back on all of that, I was experiencing life's roadblocks. That's all it was. It was a roadblock and dead ends. I can't tell you how many times I turned back. Yes, I did. I turned back or I just didn't make a decision, which is sometimes making a decision. I just didn't make a decision because the way forward was no longer clear for me. I'm like, where the hell was that at in the plan? I just didn't get it. But in hindsight, now when I look back, I learned something. I learned a few things, actually. The first is obvious. Sometimes shit happens. Have anybody ever told you that? You told them your, you know, what happened to you. And you say, I had it all figured out. And then, boom, man, I was deflated. They say shit happens. It kind of makes you mad. (laughs) But what I learned is it's true. Sometimes it does. And guess what? Sometimes that picture, you can't see it. You can't see what's, I mean, you, you have this, this barricade in front of you. Or you've reached a dead end, but sometimes you just still can't see it. You just can't see it. Sometimes you, you even make yourself believe there's still a way through. You got all kind of logs and flood and this tree didn't fell in front of you or the bridge is collapsed and collapsed in front of you and it's this big old sign right in front of you that says dead end or no no way through no way through now we see this this happens in everyday life and what we should be doing is zooming out so we can see things from afar And what that means is sometimes you just have to wait, be patient, breathe and examine what's going on. Examine what exactly is going on. Why has my business taken a turn for the worse? Why have my resumes not even got a glance or look? What what is it? What happened? Or we can just quit. But you know what quitting looks like? Quitting quitting to me looks like regret. Regret. I have some regrets too. You know, quitting, you, you think about those things. You may not think about them right then because sometimes quitting is the easiest thing in the world to do. But if you quit something, then this is what I learned. If you quit something that was in your heart of hearts, if you quit something that was in your hearts, it may have been in your heart. It might have been easy to do it. But damn, the heartburn you are going to have from that for a long time to come. That kind of regret. Regret doesn't go away It doesn't It haunts you It really haunts you Because there's always that What if What if I wouldn't have quit So I learned that Also by quitting I learned that by quitting A few things 
But my biggest lesson, my biggest lesson, and I learned this before the phones. <laughs> There's always more than one way to your destination. There's always more than one way. It goes back to that sign when God closes a door, he opens a window or he opens another door. What that's basically saying is there's more than one way to the destination. And for those of you out there that said, I want to I want to be a successful. I want to run my own business and be successful and be financially free. Or let's just say for those of you saying I want to be financially free and the way you're going to do it is either investing, starting your own business, uh, saving and maybe retiring off your 401k. All of these is so many avenues you can take. But but let's just say one of those avenues like your business like your business for say Say you have this plan And that's your vehicle of choice That you're going to use to get to financial freedom And it just doesn't work out Doesn't work out You, you said you was going to um, Like the guy who created the pet rock I don't know how long that lasted He made millions But I don't know how long that lasted But after a while People probably was like This is stupid I'm actually paying money for a rock. Now, now that go away. And I'm using that as an example because sometimes you have these great ideas and it just doesn't work out. And then you say, you know what? I'm done. I guess I'll go back to work. I guess I'll go back to doing things that everyone else do. Why not? And I'll survive. Well, if you really examine that situation, you look back and you say, you know what? What was what was the reason for me doing my business? What did I what was my top objective? Well, your top objective was to become financially free. Okay, so if that's your objective, if that was your main objective to become financially free, don't you think there's other vehicles you could choose? And sometimes you, we get so hurt by our ideas or our path that we were on because we hit these roadblocks and they cripple us so much because damn I thought I had it figured out and it didn't work now we give up on reaching our destination because we didn't zoom out and say you know what there are alternative routes to get to the same damn place and what does it matter at the end what does it matter as long as you get to financial freedom right right so that's what i learned that taught me you see oftentimes we get to these places in our lives where we feel that there's no choice left but to turn back you prayed for direction and God delivered, right? Like the business. And everything was going good for a while. You were on the path to prosperity. You had it all figured out. Everything's working out. You don't have any stress at all. And you feel so good that 
You feel God has put you on cruise control. Cruise control. We know what cruise control like. And then boom, out of nowhere. You on you ever been on cruise control driving someplace and just chilling. You know, you, you you're like me, you daydreaming, you got it on cruise control. And then out of nowhere, you, you was on asphalt. And the road starts to feel uneven a little bit. You start feeling the wave in the road. And then it starts getting bumpy. Not too bumpy, but enough to catch your attention. But not enough for you to come off cruise control. So you continue pushing forward. And then while you're still going forward, you're starting to notice that that smooth road ahead it's starting to transition into what only can be described as a, a potholes. Um, the whole path has potholes all over the place, which reminds me of growing up in Detroit, going down Michigan Avenue. Oh my God. And I had some buckets when I was growing up, man. For those of you that don't know what buckets is, rust buckets, that's a car that you pray every time you get in it. That when you leave home It makes it back in one piece Well if you take uh, A place like Michigan Avenue The roads were Were terrible The roads were terrible I mean if you had A car that didn't have Something bolted down I can't tell you how many times My, my rear view mirror Would just Fly off the window because of the potholes they would tear your car apart but sometimes when we on cruise control that's what happens everybody in the car you're on this you're on these potholes right and this used to happen more than a little bit and everybody in the car they just like grimacing and wincing every time you roll over these uh over these potholes If you're drinking something You got to put your hand over it Or put the top on it Or it's going to fly all over the place And that's what it's like When you have to come off of Cruise control in life You have to take the wheel again That's what it feels like And it's, it can be hard And devastating on your mental health Because now you feel stress You feel stress And that only increases as you think about the toll that this road is having on your vehicle. And I hope you see the connection that I'm making here when things start, start really getting bumpy for you in your careers or your, your uh, jobs. Cause you know, it's the difference between the two or your family, your relationship and your business when things just start to get really, really bumpy, it can be stressful and hard and take a toll on your mental health. And then it's kind of like when you've gotten lost someplace because now all of these things are happening. You see the stress there? You ever got lost while you was driving and you didn't know where the hell you were? And you took the, a wrong turn And now you are in In a neighborhood That you shouldn't be in And you look at your gas hand You got a quarter tank left But you don't know where you are 
that's stressful. That is very, very stressful because nowhere in your plan did you factor in the possibility that you may have to reroute and look for an alternative path, alternate path. What happened to things being put on cruise or sitting back and enjoying the ride of life? What the hell was I thinking about? Well, I'll tell you what happened. You got comfortable. And now you're being tested to see how committed you are. Ooh, test. Now, at this point, we can stop growing and just accept that we've maxed out. Man, what does that feel like? See, a lot of you right now, you've maxed out or so you've told yourself. What does maxed out look like? Maxed out looks like I hate my my job. I get no fulfillment in it. Nothing ever changes. I don't like the people who run it. But I, I have just five years to go before I retire. And then I'll be free. So I'm going to hang out. And just hang in there for five more years and just count down my time. See, that's when you've maxed out. You stay where you are while convincing yourself that things will improve or or I can just make it for five more years or or this relationship I'm in would just run its course Maybe he or she will just leave me. These are the things we tell ourselves when we feel that we have maxed out. That you will finally or or here's another max out. I'm just going to stay in my career or my job. And I will finally be recognized for the hard work that I put in every day. And it will come in the form of a raise, promotion, or more help. Sometimes we just want more help. Or you stay in these unfulfilled relationships because you've seen the occasional flashes of your significant other doing better. So you say, you know what? I'm hanging around. I'm going to stay right here because I've maxed out. I've been with this person a long time and I just don't really want to get back on the dating scene. I don't want to get to know somebody all over again. Damn. mm -mm. I feel like I've maxed out. I've hit this dead end and I'm just going to stay right here. I'm not going to reroute. No, I'm not going to reroute because I don't know if I can make it past this point and still make it to the the happy prosperous life that I want to make it to but you know what I say (laughs) you know what I say I say sometimes shit happens shit happens that's what I learned life is so unpredictable it's so unpredictable and things are not always going to go according to our plans it's not These roadblocks that we're talking about today, they're unexpected. And 
they can arise at the most inopportune times. And they they are really there to derail us from our intended path. That's all they do. They derail us. It is so important to accept that these setbacks and these challenges, they're a normal part of our life. You're never going to make it anywhere worthwhile if you don't come into the occasional challenge or setback. And instead of giving up, we have to adapt and find another way to that destination or our goals, our objectives, because there is more than one way. It's it's inevitable to encounter these unforeseen circumstances. And I, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it and I felt it. It's, it's like a progress disruption. Like you ever been ready to go home from work or just make it somewhere because you're hungry and you're like, Oh my God. Or you got a kid you got to pick up from school and you're already running late. You jump out in the car, you head, you, you, you speeding down the highway, bat out of hell and you hit that sudden traffic jam. It's just like the story I told you about the, the kids needing to use the restroom on a road trip. Those are unexpected events and they can be frustrating as hell, but they should never discourage us from continuing our journey. If that happens, how many times have you been on these road trips and something unexpected happened and you were on your way to maybe Disneyland uh, or some other great place where a concert in another city and you, you bought these tickets for it. And along the way, you got a flat tire. Or you realize the trip was going to take you a little bit longer because the GPS was out of date. Are you going to go back home? Or are you going to fix that flat? Uh, figure out where you are stuck at, reroute, and continue that journey so you can go and get to the destination and enjoy your concert. Because we talk often about getting someplace And any of you guys that have ever worked hard or, or, or worked for something And you finally received it Even after breaking your back to get it It makes the journey worthwhile, right? Sometimes you forget when you look back After receiving something How hard or how long it took to get to it you forget man you just forget because once you reach these destinations and these objectives it makes everything worthwhile but we we need to embrace the fact that setbacks happen and we need to focus on finding solutions rather than dwelling on the problem remember how I was talking about zooming out for a better picture When we faced with roadblocks or dead ends, it can it can really be helpful to take that step back, evaluate the bigger picture. See, sometimes 
we get so fixated and I know I do you get so fixated on our original plan this is what I planned and I had it step by step that's my original plan you see but then you fail to see that there's also some other ways you can take to get to the same place or some opportunities may be available for you to get a faster way to that definite to that destination by zooming out and gaining a broader perspective we can identify other possibilities and strategies or maybe even just an approach that may lead us just might lead us toward that desired destination and we might actually pick up some bonuses along the way but we have to stay open-minded and flexible in our thinking because they are take it from me there are multiple paths to success that many of you haven't even considered but you're so fixated on doing it your way your way and one way because it hurts your ego to think maybe I didn't map this right or I did map it right but maybe some things change maybe the climate just ain't the same anymore maybe it's not maybe it is but as long as you're flexible and are willing to be rerouted or reroute Quitting won't even come in, won't even enter the picture. Because I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure everyone I'm listening that's listening right now has probably quit something. Little league or something. You've quit something or you've wanted to. But I I find it hard to believe to be human. And you never quit anything. Not anything. So if you have quit something. I'm pretty sure you can uh, identify with what a a hard regret feels like. You see, when when we face obstacles or challenges, it's easy to quit. It seems like sometimes it feels like it's the right thing to do. However, quitting only leads us to those regrets and missed opportunities. Sometimes it is crucial to push through difficulties and persevere in order to achieve our goals. But sometimes, sometimes you get on these roads, you get on these roads that before you got on the road, you just you felt like it was going to be a smoother road than the one you was already on. And you thought it was going to be straightforward. And it turns out being the total opposite it turns out to be Michigan Avenue in Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> now, those kind of roads require persistence, resilience, because you're going to have a lot to overcome along the way. You can either stay committed, you can reroute, go home. You can do all of that. It's all your choice. But by doing any of that, staying with it, you increase your chances of success. 
and avoid regret that may keep you up at night. You avoid the regret that you will look back on your life and say, I wish I would have kept going with that. And those of you that say you don't have any regrets like that, I think you're lying to yourself. Everyone has at least one, at least one. There's always more than one way to a destination. But the roadblocks and the dead ends are important too. Sometimes they're there just to make us get creative. For instance, when I had a shoestring budget with my own publishing company, my roadblock was I don't have any money, no marketing budget. How the hell am I going to market the authors? How? How am I going to author? How am I going to market these people and get them a, a bigger following? So in that that situation, the roadblocks and the dead ends was that. But it made me zoom out and get creative. So I started looking for freeways to market. Came up with a newsletter. Ended up a free newsletter on relationships. And it was built around the authors. I had columnists. That would use it to promote their stuff while promoting the company. And this newsletter went out monthly. It grew from three pages to practically a book. It was like, I think before we ended that newsletter, it was at like 62 or 63 pages. I had a, I had like six columnists. I had. Um, someone that took care of the newsletter every day, every, um, yeah, every day too. Um, and it came out religiously. It went to thousands of people for free. And what that did is it, it found its way into other people's hands because word of mouth is strong. And before you know it, everyone who received the newsletter was doing free marketing for the company. Problem solved. But had I started out that publishing company with a boatload of money for marketing, that never would have fell into my lap. I was forced to either close down or figure a way to market to the type of people that would buy our books. That's And, you know, that goes back to like the GPS and the rerouting after encountering an unexpected obstacle. We recalibrate our plans and we find another way to get to our goals, because ultimately my goal was to get more readers. And I did that. I wrote relationship articles. Everyone wrote something for that newsletter. I had, I mean, it was amazing. And that newsletter enabled me to, to not only market, but it enabled me to meet people and get other opportunities. I ended up getting on radio shows, really big syndicated radio shows that I won't name, but all because of a free newsletter. 
that's what hitting a brick wall or dead end and then saying, okay, how can, what's my way around this, but to still get to that destination, what is it? And that's how I did it. So I didn't get fixated on the idea that I had to have a boatload of marketing money to get our products out to people. I didn't get fixated on that. I started thinking outside the box. I became adaptable and open-minded. And it didn't... (laughs) It enabled me to find creative solutions for my money problems. And let me tell you, man, I often say it. If I'd have had a boatload of money at the time, I don't believe I would have been able to market half as well as I did without the money. So I took a lot from that. I, I took a lot from that. But what I what I did more than anything is I avoided being complacent. I knew I had to seek growth and I didn't sit back and say, you know what, I'm just gonna gonna put these people books out and just roll the dice and just hope it happened and be complacent. Just continue on No I knew I had a responsibility To people To myself You see When things are going too smooth Too smooth in our lives We often become complacent And what that complacency does It leads to us resisting change And that's my biggest scare. I never want to become so complacent that I resist change. Resist of change will destroy a company, organizations, uh, you as a person. How can you ever expect to find opportunities And growth if you're resistant to change. However, growth and progress, they often require us to step out of our comfort zones. And then that's how you inevitably embrace new challenges. If we stay in unfulfilled jobs, Companies, relationships Out of the comfort Of fear of the unknown We limit our potential For growth and happiness And it's that simple It is so important To constantly Assess our situations And be willing To make changes Or at least take risk Take risks just to make yourself feel alive sometimes. Take a risk. As long as that risk is so that you pursue a more fulfilling and successful path, that risk should be worth taking. It should. 
So In closing Please remember By being proactive And seeking growth We can avoid The stagnation And dissatisfaction that often comes with Settling for less Than what we truly deserve To truly seek God's best in our lives We have to accept that the best Often requires navigating and enduring the worst That life has to toss in our paths I truly believe That every twist and turn And bumps and brick walls that we encounter in our lives They're designed to keep us on our toes Ultimately They're there So that We Can seek God's best But They're also there Because we're being evaluated By God To know if we even Worth his best at the end of the day We alone get to choose whether We want to wake up And keep moving forward Or just Stand in bed Putting the covers over our head After all Who would ever know If you called it quits Besides you and God That's all for today's episode folks I hope you enjoyed this episode immensely as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. As always, I pray that you receive value from the Futures Now podcast episodes as they come out. And I thank you for your listening time and ask that you share that value with someone that could use some motivation. Until next time, do at least one thing each day that brings you closer to your dream and before you know it you will arrive this is your boy mr foresight and i'm out Woo! as we come to the end of another fire episode i want to leave you with this thought there's no limit to what you can achieve in life if you focus on setting and working towards your goals so until next time get out Master those challenges and make no doubt the future will be yours.